Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everyone. God bless you and welcome to the Word Podcast. And I am your hostess, Dr. Arsenia Finley. I'm so glad for this day on today, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And it is my choice to rejoice and to be glad in it. I pray that you two are having a joyful day. And on today, amen, we have the joy Pastor Joe with us. Amen. <laughs> a man of much smile. Amen. And much happiness in his voice and all the wonderful things that he is doing for the Lord. So I want to bring Pastor Kurtwood in and introduce you to him and allow him to tell us what's going on in Cornerstone Ministries. God bless you, Pastor Joe Kurtwood, all the way from Texas. Welcome to the set. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being uh, with you today doing this podcast. And uh, yes, there are wonderful things going on. Uh, I'm, I'm really living the dream uh, because what's happening in my life was prophesied when I was eight years old. And uh, God, my mother had had an encounter with God and actually God spoke to her that I would be traveling to the nations and speaking to huge groups. When Billy Graham would be on TV, she would always bring me in front of the television. She said, you see that? That's what you will be doing. Wow. And uh, I couldn't imagine, you know, couldn't hardly imagine that. But now uh, we're having having that happen. Just returned from uh, nine different countries, seven of those countries in Africa. And uh, we just had in one service 60,000, 60,000 people come to Christ. (laughs) Praise God. And I don't think I will ever forget the roar of the sound of 60,000 voices. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Inviting Jesus into their heart and life. Yes. And and the, 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 the power of God that came and the miracles that started happening, uh, people were just being healed in the crowd and and they were passing crutches forward and throwing crutches onto the platform. And the people who were totally blind that were just being healed, uh, it was just amazing all the miracles that happened. And uh, my, my book just came out just, uh, you know, just a short time, actually three days before leaving. <laughs> and, and the book is all about uh, miracles are easy is the title of it, walking in miracle signs and wonders daily. And uh, that's a big part of my life. I mean, weekly, uh, I've probably gone eight years now that I've not had a week that I haven't had a created miracle wow. happen and praying for somebody. It's just a, a regular part. But when I see it in those crusades in the mass scale yes. and, and many of them, I never even touched them. I wow. just presence of God. So, so wait a minute, Pastor, wait a minute. (laughs) Let me jump in here because just the title of the book alone is amazing. So you're telling Mm -hmm. us that miracles can be easy. I mean, I I thought you had to be dying and had leprosy and you, you know, I mean, the only time we hear of miracles and they're supposed to be rare, right? You're saying you can have a miracle every day? The Bible teaches us it should be a normal part of a believer's life. Wow. These signs, Mark 16, these signs follow them that believe. Yeah. And the book is all about how people can understand how they can walk in miracles every single day. 
wow. how they can apply the principles. And how do I know that? <laughs> and the book is a story of an encounter I had with an angel who told me that. Wow, powerful. He said, he, the angel said to me, you don't have to. It's not just for people who have gifts of healing. God's plan was that he would send the Holy Spirit and that every single believer would be walking in what the apostles did daily. Yes. But somehow in the church world, we thought it's for pastors or evangelists or healing evangelists or um you know, people with special gifts. And the Bible does talk about gifts of healing, gifts mm -hmm. of signs, wonders, and miracles. Those are true gifts, but it's for every believer. If we practice the principles of the Word of God and we get understanding revelation, uh, because I take teams with me, and after I show them and teach them, they're laying hands and blind people are being healed. And, and uh, you know, and we were in Uganda, and I had a guy with me, he's traveled with me quite a bit. And I, and the, as I was preaching, the Lord said, I'm going to heal blind people tonight. I stopped and told the crowd uh, of about 8,000 people that night that God was going to heal blind people. Well, within minutes, uh, 40 blind people had been escorted to the side of the platform. And uh, so we started bringing them up. I sat one chair down. We began praying for them. The first guy I prayed for was totally blind, an older man. And when I prayed for him, he opened his eyes. He jumped to his feet and ran to the edge of the platform and stopped with his toes hanging half off the platform. <laughs> the whole crowd was stunned. And it was a snowball from there. Wow. And I just, as fast as I could lay hands, and I said, there's too many. We're going to be here too long. And God, what do I do? He said, use two hands. So I said, bring me another chair. So, I, <laughs> so I'm laying, you know, two hands. Two at a time, and they're getting healed, two at a time. Wow. And then I turned to my friend, Charlie, and I said, Charlie, it's time for you to jump in. You've been traveling <laughs> with me. It's time to jump. I yes. said, bring two chairs for Charlie. So Charlie prayed for a girl three times. And I said, and then he said, Pastor, nothing's happening. I said, Charlie, you've got to believe. Apply the principles. Mm -hmm. Just believe God. And he, so the third time he prayed for her, her eyes opened. She was healed. And then Charlie was laying hands on him two at a time, four <laughs> at a time. And within 20, 30 minutes, 40 blind people had been wow. healed. Amazing. <laughs> so this can happen for anybody. Yes. And, and the book shares those, some of those principles and everything. But we are... We're in the last days, and it's time for every believer, when they go to the supermarket, when they they go to the street, they're on their job, that they're looking for opportunities to be able to release the power of God into people's bodies and see them heal. And we see creative miracles. God literally is creating body parts for people. Yes, tell we, us about a, that. Well, we, it happens all the time, but we... Uh, the a recent one was uh, we had a lady named Becky in our church, and I was preaching on a Sunday morning. And this is in America. Because people say, oh, the miracles just happen. No, they happen to me right here in America all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was preaching, and the Lord said, I'm going to give somebody a new gallbladder. I stopped and announced that. Becky was sitting in the church, and she said, Lord, I received that. Well, about three weeks later, she went in to have a CAT scan done. And... Becky had had her gallbladder surgically removed. The tubes were stapled off, and she had no gallbladder. Mm -hmm. But she said on that Sunday, Lord, I received that new gallbladder. Yes. 
Yes. The CAT scan revealed she had a gallbladder intact, fully functioning. <laughs> and the state and the staples were gone. Wow. We have we have people that have metal in their body. They've had knee replacement or hip replacement. They have metal in their body that sets off metal detectors. And we pray for them. They get healed. And the x-ray later reveals the metal's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I believe. Hallelujah. Because God Amen. can do anything. He can, he do, can do anything. anything. Yes, he's a, he's yes. A, he's I just believe an amazing that. God. So these are the things that are happening. Uh, but we are going, we, we, we feed, Cornerstone Ministries feeds people in the U.S. We feed about 27,000 people right here in the U.S., uh, the office I'm in is a 30,000 square foot building here, and we have services on Friday. We give away food to the needy, and many times it's those people that are lost that have not heard the gospel. They haven't received Christ. That the miracles happen in front of them because God demonstrates His love and demonstrates that He's alive. Amen. Much he of the world, alive. much of the world wants to argue whether He's alive or not. Just three weeks ago, I was in Uganda. And I was called to the hospital where a man from Nepal was had been hit. He was in Africa from the country of Nepal, was on a motorcycle, was hit, and got his spinal cord was severed. He was paralyzed from the waist down. Well, the interesting thing is I oversee seven churches in the country of Nepal because I went there and preached, and they brought these seven churches under my covering. So I called my pastor that oversees them there and put him on the phone with this man from Nepal because he did this man didn't speak English, he didn't speak the, the Lugandan language. The doctors didn't know how to communicate with him. So he got on there and began to tell him that Jesus was a healer and the man was Hindu. The man began to argue with him and I could tell they were arguing about and so I asked my pastor, I said, what is this man saying to you? He said, well, he's saying that why should I go to church? He, you know, that the, there are many Hindu gods and all that. And I said, you know, let's just stop the argument right now. I said, you tell him that this, these two men are going to lay hands on him, and they're going to pray in the name of Jesus, and that Jesus is the one true God. Yes, he and, if he's God and if he's God, then he will heal him and prove to him that Jesus is is really alive. All of the Hindu gods are dead. That's right. And created by man's hands. Mm -hmm. And so laid hands on him right there in the bed. He was wearing a pair of shorts, so his legs, feet were on top of the cover. Laid hands on him and prayed for him. And then I reached over, touched his legs, and he's he freaked out. He started <laughs> saying he only knew he only knew like one word in English. He was saying feeling, feeling, feeling. <laughs> all of a sudden, all the feeling sensation came back. He was later released from the hospital, and uh, our missionary guy was able to share Christ with him. And so these are the things. Let let's demonstrate that yes. God is alive. Yes. But we're not waiting on God. God's waiting on us. That's right. To realize who is really on the inside of us. We are carriers of the presence of God. Mm -hmm. I can't heal anybody, mm -hmm. but the Jesus inside of me yes. can do amazing things. Amen. And so, Amen. so that's really what the book is all about. Uh, we're raising money to reach these nations. Um, we're we're going to be in Burundi, then Kenya, 
later the Congo, Pakistan, and later in India. And listen, there's a worldwide revival going on that America is not really even aware of. Mm. And people are so hungry for God, they're coming out by the tens of thousands. They will stay all day. Uh, Friday nights usually is all night services. I usually take the pulpit uh, about 8 p.m. and preach preach and pray for the sick until 6 a.m. when the sun comes up the next morning. Wow, and that's no, amazing. Yeah, and there's no lawn chairs. There's nobody laying down. They're standing on their feet. I don't even know how they do it. Mm. But but supernatural empowerment to hear the Word of God. But it's like so, you just said, you know, when you're hungry for something, when you're thirsty, and I certainly know when you have a need, you don't think yeah. about, you know, the perseverance. You don't think about, you know, what yeah. all I have to go through, the sacrifice, you know, that you have to make because you're hungry for it. You're thirsty yeah. for it. And Jesus is the answer. You know, so many people are looking for things and they can't figure it out. They need a man of God like you to come into their territory because that's what God does. He's sending you to the nations, literally, Amen. you know, um, doing the footwork. And so I like to tell people, all of us will not go into the countries that you are sent to by God, but certainly we can help send you. Amen. Amen. So, so tell us, uh, you know, where are you located? How can we donate uh, to okay. these missions? Well, there's a QR code that the engineers can put up on the screen. And that's the easiest way because you can use your smartphone and just uh, zoom in on it, uh, that QR code, and it will pop up uh, a link, a giving link to the Cornerstone bank account. And you can you can uh, give by credit card. You can give by your bank. Account. It gives you a number of options of how you'd like to give. And, uh, of course, it's all tax deductible. Uh, we're a charitable organization. And uh, they can do that. If they want the, uh, the book, uh, Miracles Are Easy, then they can uh, go to Amazon.com uh, and they can uh, just type in Miracles Are Easy on Amazon and it'll pop up or, t- or, or type in my name, Joe Kirkwood. And uh, by the way, the foreword is by Joan Hunter, the famous mm-hmm. Joan Hunter. I think she's written 27 yes. books. She's my dear friend and she was with me in Africa and we traveled together. She, this week is in Pakistan and, uh, and she's, we're, we're both uh, called to the nations, but we also do things here in the U S or if someone wants me to come and share and speak in their church, I'm happy to do that. They can find me uh, at uh, my cornerstone ministries.org. You know, or they could call me on the phone. I'll dare to, I'm few people that dares to give my phone, 806-231-2953. That's 806-231-2953. If they want me to come and share and speak, and we use these monies to be able to go to the nations. But more than anything, we love to just go and demonstrate that Jesus is alive and teach churches and people groups that, um, how to operate, how to flow in miracle signs and wonders, because it really is easy. We've we just made it difficult in yes. our own mind, but it's very simple. 
Amen. Amen. I agree with that 100 percent. You know, I I was just teaching on last week and I was telling most of the things that God asks us to do at the beginning is usually very, very easy. I say it only becomes complicated once we get in disobedience. We don't quite do it the way God tells us to do it. Then he has to untangle us, get us back on the right track and do all these other things. So that's what makes it hard. But usually what he asks us to do, like repent, it's easy. Forgive. I don't know. That might be a little bit more challenging, but, you know, it makes your life easier once you do forgive. So, Pastor, I want you to take about 10 minutes or so and just give us a word on today. Encourage the people's heart, you know, to pick back up their faith, to begin to believe again in God. And God will come through. This morning, I was just singing the song that he's a miracle worker, you know, <laughs> way maker, miracle worker, you know, yeah. light in the darkness. And we, we, yeah. we love this part right here. My God, that's yes. who you are. Pastor, that's take about 10 minutes and just tell us about who God is. Well, he first off, he just wants to be your friend. He wants to partner with you. There's a symbiotic relationship that we have. He is in us and we are in him. Jesus explained that in John chapter 15 when he said, I'm in the Father and the Father is in me. Together, we're doing miracles. Together, we're we're changing the world. And Jesus said it's to be the same with us. But most of us are more in tune with our natural life and the uh, the surroundings, and we're led, most Christians today, I find, are led more by their emotions and by circumstances than they are by being in tune with the Spirit of God on the inside of them. And the great miracles that I've seen, I've had three dead people raised to life. Uh, those, uh, every time, it was so easy. Uh, the last uh, dead guy that I raised uh, that was in 2019, and uh, the paramedics, they'd worked on him. Everybody gave up. They'd chopped the heart. They'd done everything. And I said, God, what do you want to do? And he said, command life into him, which I've already done. He said, but then breathe into him. Well, I'd already done mouth-to-mouth on this guy, <laughs> medically, done all the stuff in the natural. But when I got that word from the Lord, I just obeyed. And after I commanded life and I breathed into his mouth, as I was raising up, he came back to life. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's it's that easy. If you uh, that are listening today will just tune in to the Spirit of God on the inside of you and begin to listen and learn to hear the voice of God, God will give you the direction. See, God's speaking to all of us. Just most of us are not hearing what he's saying. We go through life without even really knowing if that was God or not God. And so you have to begin building that close relationship with the Lord, listening to him daily and asking him to teach you how to hear his voice. And when you when you do that, then miracles are very easy because all you do is just do what he tells you to do and the miracles will happen. And all this is in, in, in the Bible. It says believers lay hands on the sick shall recover. It doesn't say healing evangelists, doesn't say pastors or evangelists. It said believers. So my question is to all those who call themselves Christian, are you really a believer? Because it says these signs follow them that believe. There should be proof that we are believers. 
So can we demonstrate that God is alive on a regular basis? And, and that's not condemnation. That is challenging us to draw closer to God, to ask him to forgive us of all of our sins. I mean, that's the starting point and helping us to unlearn some of the religious stuff that we have learned and, and began to tune in to what the spirit of God is saying. And, uh, you know, that then you can see 60,000 people coming to Christ. And uh, I know that they've got the pictures there. The engineer has the pictures from the last crusade a few weeks back. And um, all the things that all the things that happen as a result of just going to the nations. But uh, we really do need if God hasn't called you to go and be on one of our teams, which we take teams uh, into the nations. We'll be back in July, as I said, going to Burundi, and then later Pakistan, and then to India, and then back to Africa later on in the year. And you know, if God hadn't called you on the money team, maybe maybe God would just call you to help send some money, mm-hmm. uh, it, even a small amount. It doesn't have to be a great amount. The key is just be obedient. Whatever He tells you to send will be the perfect amount. And again, they can give on that QR code. Uh, they can also call our office and give off of a credit card if they want to do it that way. The easiest way is that QR code. Just scan that with your uh, camera phone and, and everything. But uh, we're getting real close. My goal was initially to win 10000 more. Then when I hit that, it was 100000 Well, now I'm getting really close to leading a million people to Christ. Wow. Been able to plant a hundred churches in Ghana, West Africa. We have orphanages now in Uganda, and um, all of it started with an encounter with God. And a man gave me fifty dollars. He was a very wealthy guy. I thought he should have given me a million. And then when he put it in my hand, I had had a meeting with all these millionaires to share my my vision I had from God. And they all got up and walked out. At the end of the meeting, they all said they had to go to the bathroom. They just started one at a time getting up. One guy was left and. And um, and he said, well, I you know I don't know if your dream was from God, but he said I believe that you believe, and so he reached in his pocket, handed me fifty dollars, and I thought I almost thought, well, he, he should have given more. And then the Lord said, don't despise small beginnings. Amen. I'll turn that fifty into millions, and so that the Cornerstone Ministry started with a fifty dollar donation, oh, wow, <laughs> and uh, and has just expanded to being able to do all the things that we're doing. And here in Amarillo, Texas, up in the very top of the Texas panhandle in the farming and ranching community, uh, we're kind of like Nazareth. <laughs> you know, that a small place that God's doing big things, touching the world. And uh, we appreciate the Word Network for having us on and giving us this opportunity. Uh, there's pictures of, I think, that I sent the pictures to the, to the engineer. There's pictures of blind people, uh, crippled, uh, you know, uh, one of the, one of the neat things was a boy as we were leaving one of the pastor's meetings, um, in, in a morning session, uh, we would do pastor's conferences. And as I was leaving the pastor's conference in, in the, the uh, country of Togo, just a few weeks ago, a pastor caught me by the arm and said, pastor, before you your team gets on the bus. Would you just, would you pray for this little boy? Well, there were no children there. I said, what boy? And he said, they just carried him in. And I turned around and there they'd laid him on the tile floor 
and he was paralyzed. Walking home from school, he just fell down, and in two years, he could not move. It had no feeling from the waist down, and it was just a demonic spirit. I went over, laid hands on him, and I think that picture's in there as well, and uh, you know, a little short video. I just walked over, laid hands on him, rebuked that spirit of paralysis, and stood him on his feet, and the next thing you know, he's walking. And uh, we just see this kind of thing happening over and over, not because of me, but because the power of Jesus Christ is alive and it is so real and it's happening around the earth today. But God is calling out to every believer to learn how to flow and to move in the gifts that God has given us. He's empowered us to do these things. It's not weird. It's not strange. It's uh, supernaturally natural. Yes. <laughs> it should just be a it should be a natural part of our life, and anyone can do it. And uh, I hope they'll they'll get the book. It's uh, I think seventeen ninety nine on Amazon. If you contact me or write to me, you can get them for fifteen dollars. <laughs> but on Amazon is the quickest way to get them. And I, I I believe that your life will be touched and changed because if anybody can use me, a messed up kid. Uh, he can use you because my story, I wanted to be a bank robber. <laughs> I, I wanted, oh, I, that was my dream was to rob banks and to shoot guns. And <laughs> and um, when I, it, the story's in the book, but I was in a cave and the cave collapsed and I was buried alive. Mm. And I was dying. I laid dying and um, I had minutes of it, just a few minutes of air left because it was sand and the sand collapsed and and uh, I was buried alive when I heard an audible voice, and the voice called me by name and said, Joe, how long are you going to run from me? Mm. And I surrendered my life to God, and by a miracle, they dug me out, and I was saved, rescued, got me out of there. And um, and I said, okay, God, I'll go where you tell me to go and say what you tell me to say. Wow. And if God can use a messed up kid like me, he can use anybody. Yes. To touch the world. Yes. And, uh, the, the Apostle Paul was messed up. Peter was messed up. Most of the disciples were messed up. Yes. But when Jesus comes into your heart and life, he takes a broken vessel and makes it into a vessel of honor that can that can pour living water into the life of another person. Yes. And uh, that's what God is doing. It's his love. It's his love. He loves us. Yes. Doesn't matter our race, our background, our skin color, yes. you know, where we came from. None That's of that right. matters. None what matters is, is what's happening on the inside of your life. Jesus. And Jesus himself is the only thing that can fill the empty spot on the inside of your heart. Yes. And unless you open up your heart and invite him in to fill that place on the inside of you, you will never go beyond. You'll never fulfill the destiny that God has for you. And by the way, every one of us have a destiny. King David saw that destiny written in Psalms 139. David saw the book. He said, all the days of my life are written in that book. Every one of us before we're born, God wrote a book of destiny that has your name on it. And all we need to do is start discovering what God's already written in our book of destiny, because when we start cooperating with God, God sends the he, the angels in heaven to the library in heaven. They take your book out of heaven's library, open your book of destiny, and the angels turn a new page in your book when you start cooperating with God. 
So I pray today, people watching, you will allow the angels of heaven to turn a new page in your book. Wow. Powerful. <laughs> powerful. Amen. Well, I can't believe it, but we only have one minute left. Amen. Amen. But this has been powerful. Thank you so much, Pastor Joe, for coming on and sharing your story with us. And now it has become our story, part of our destiny, because we want to help do what God has called you to do. And we thank you for being a man of integrity and most of all, a man of faith. And just simply being a great teacher telling us that miracles can happen through any of us and it can yeah. be made easy. Amen. I thank you so much, man of God, mm -hmm. for joining us on the Word podcast on today. This has been truly a blessing. Amen. And I just want to encourage every viewer out there, get the book. Listen, go on Amazon and look <laughs> for it. Miracles, amen, are easy. Yes. You don't have to have a week of tarrying. You just have to have a moment of believing. Miracles are easy by Pastor Joe Kurtwood. Amen. Again, we bless you, Pastor Joe. Would you pray us out on today? Sure. Thank you, audience, for being here. God bless you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for those that are watching, those that will watch even in the future, and I just ask that you would make yourself real to them. If they don't know you, God, that they would call upon your name, ask you to forgive them of their sins, accept you as Lord and Savior, accept that you died on the cross and paid the price for their sins, and ask your blood to wash away their sins. God, I pray they come to know you, and also, Lord, those who are believers, those who have been Christians a long time, that you would stir in their heart that they can begin to move in the supernatural. They can begin to pray for the sick, lay hands on them and see them recover, that these signs follow those who believe and that we should daily be walking in miracles. God, help those watching to begin to cooperate with what you want so that they can begin to have their destiny, that book of destiny that you have in heaven that they can begin to have new pages turned in their book and that they can begin to see the extraordinary things that you have for them. In Jesus' name, in Jesus amen. Name. Amen. Thank you again, and God bless you. Thank you for God joining you. us right here on the Word Network Podcast. We'll see you again real soon.